Hello and welcome to Where the Living Room Used to Be, a podcast about Rhode Island's music scene. Hey everyone, it's James. On this bonus episode, Jen Long talks about how much to engage with your instrument, the beauty of exploring new music, and the impact poetry has had on her life. I hope you enjoy, and please head over to follow my pages on Facebook and Instagram for some show flyers, live photos, and more from Jen's time in music. Is there a piece of music advice that was given to you from someone else that you'd like to share? Like from a teacher, from sure bandmate or anything like that? Uh, Karen Orsi, my awesome guitar teacher, said that if you make a mistake when you're playing guitar, just play that note twice like you meant it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, so I can't say that I've actually employed that, but it was very freeing. Yeah. Nice. Also... To think, this was also from Karen Orsi, to think of your guitar as a relationship, right? Mm -hmm. You have a relationship with a a child, a loved one, a friend, spouse. You don't ignore it for seven weeks and then pop up and expect it to be like, oh yeah, great, you know? So even if you can only put it in your hands for like 15 minutes a day, you know, try to Mm -hmm. interact with it at least a little bit every day, Um, which isn't always easy. Yeah, I had, I struggled with that with the accordion, but I don't think accordion was my, um, I don't think it was the instrument for me that guitar has become. Okay. Because a guitar, when you make a mistake, when you're trying to write a song or something, it's very, it's very forgiving and you just kind of like keep going. Mm-hmm. Where if I hit the wrong key on an accordion or a piano, I just cringe. I just, yeah. Maybe it's me, but for me, um, something about strings mm-hmm. was really kind of soothing as I was writing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So if you don't connect with the first instrument, you try, try some, try another one. Yeah, yeah. And from your experience, um, learning music and writing records and you know, even adapting poetry and the whole Will Guitar Project. Like, from your experience, is there a piece of advice that you would like to share? Find community. Find supportive community. Mm-hmm. If you're, um, if you ha- if you're having this urge to do something, uh, it could be for good reasons. <laughs> you know, maybe you were meant to do that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and find people who will encourage you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, you know, that word encourage, the C-O-U-R is core, which is curiosity, it's the root of curiosity, and it's, um, root of the, of the heart. It's French or Latin for heart. That could be your heart speaking to you. Mm-hmm. So follow your heart. This takes you good places. Nice. Yeah. And what is it that inspires you? It could be musically or just in life. Oh, gosh. 
<laughs> well, music definitely. I can remember when I was a little kid, like I would, ha- my my dad had built speakers and with the fabric over them and oh, okay. the big hole like that, and I would like it, it just got dented in because I would like put my head right into those speakers. Yeah, like, they were always having to yell at. Not just me. Some of my other siblings did that too, to back away from the speakers. <laughs> yeah. I was just so fascinated by it. The sounds that were coming out. Yeah. Um, I'm just fascinated about what humans can do, how amazing humans are, mm-hmm. but how every amazing thing just starts with little steps forward. And if you, you keep making those steps forward, the rest starts knitting itself into place for you. So it's a lot of times it's just about those taking those first steps mm-hmm. and keeping on it. Mm, I don't I don't have like I don't have the record collection or uh maybe I'm averse to record collection. <laughs> now come to think of it, maybe that's like why I don't do that. <laughs> for me it's about I want to play the music. Yeah. Um but I also am a very lucky person who is married to somebody who has very wide range taste in music. So like there's always something really interesting mm-hmm. um, playing in the house. I would also say like if you start to feel yourself um, always turning back to a particular sound, like when you were in high school or something, try to open it up. Like mm-hmm. don't let yourself get too closed. Try new things. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited about this Narrows thing because I'm going to go see a lot of people I've never heard of before. And just yeah. try to keep open, try new things so that you you keep those um, highways in your brain fluid and connecting to each other rather than getting brittle. You know, I I, I do have a lot of theories about how to stay creatively open, mm-hmm. and a lot of it is um, has to do with just breathing and taking yourself into experiences, mm-hmm. turning off the TV, <laughs> throwing that freaking thing away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In your one and only life, as uh, Mary Oliver said, read some poetry. I just find poetry, you know, that's for me, that's probably the base of everything is how magical poetry is Mm -hmm. because poets can distill down, can distill so much in such a little amount of space and it can be so profound and you can feel so moved. And sometimes when I read it, I I hear it as a song Mm -hmm. and sometimes in my life I've been so busy, you know, as a parent, you barely get time to go to the bathroom, right? Read a book. I mean, to read a novel was just impossible when my kids were little, mm-hmm. but I could read poems. Mm-hmm. I would go to the library and I would get poems. Um, I had a, I remember a period I went through like the Harlem Renaissance. So there's like County Cullen and there's a song we did in Cardboard Cannons that I want to bring to Swampers that was written by County Cullen. Um, I don't know, just to me, poems are what I love about it is get it helps you get out of your own skull. The limitations mm-hmm. of not just the skull in terms of bone, but in terms of what you were raised with culturally, where you grew up, 
that's all a lot. If you insist on that being your constant source of information, you're operating on a very limited set. Mm-hmm. But if you can pick up a poem, suddenly you are inside someone else's viewpoint and you're yeah, getting yeah. all this fresh stimulus in someone else's words. Or, and uh, one of my favorite books of poetry was, um, it was written probably 15 years ago, but it was um, poems from the non-Western world. So they were poems from Iran and um, Syria and um, Africa and just all, all different mm-hmm. continents, and it it was a it was just amazing mm-hmm. to a way to it to like steep your brain in other experiences. Yeah, yeah, it's like like being in the ocean too. It's like diving into yeah, yeah. another. An entirely other experience, mm-hmm. and it, I, I think it keeps you really open. It yeah. keeps me really open. Cool. So that's what I would say. Awesome. Thanks again, Jen. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I want to play for you a live song by Assembly of Light Choir from a performance at Machines with Magnets back in 2012. The main voice you'll hear is Assembly of Light's founder and director, Chrissy Wolpert, and the song is their version of the Velvet Underground's I'm Set Free. I also want to mention that part of this show was noise artist, Work Depth. Enjoy! Now I can see.